This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. It's six minutes past seven o'clock on your Monday morning, and it's the day before Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, a uh, nice forecast. I'm sure there's lots of trick-or-treaters here. Yeah, whether you care about Halloween or not, it's nice having a nice forecast at this time of year. Thank you very much. Yes, I bought my candy finally. Oh, um, you did. And uh, they were, it was on sale. And But I think, you know, there's the full-size chocolate bars that a lot of people give out, mm-hmm. and then there's the minis. And I think this, I, I got the mini minis. <laughs> oh, super minis. I, I think they're the super minis. Oh, I, uh, well, to I, I realized like, that when I got home, like a hundred for ten bucks. I'm like, this is great, but then I'm gonna not. have to give out several to, <laughs> to make it worth their while, even walking up to my door because it's pretty much a, a, a chocolate flake. Or you go back and point. buy some more. I could. That's the other choice. And then I bought chocolate bars, which I love. So I was <laughs> I'm gonna have to take out all the Reese's peanut butter cups because those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Oh, that's funny. Uh, many times here on uh, on six thirty, Chad, and on, on a variety of the the shows throughout the day, we've talked about artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. AI. It's it, it's like it's the buzz word, even though yeah. it's uh, two letters. And I don't know that there are an awful lot of people who really understand it. Yeah, what 100%. you know? What what is the definition of AI? Is it just anything that's technological? People tend to lump it now under AI. But if you're a parent and you know that you're, it's a great avenue for your kids to try to understand, how can you help make sure your kids get what they need in the AI world if you don't understand it yourself? Oh, 100%. If you don't know what you're talking about, or and at least have a clue even what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just put it in chat GPT. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> the kids will be like, I don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. Siri, Google. But, but also talking both. about like cheating. Mm. Uh, critical thinking, could it impair that? So there's some pros and some cons to AI. To help us out, a workshop is being held this week to lift the curtain on the new technology. Jill Kowalczyk is an education advisor at Amy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing pretty well. I am definitely, I'm not a parent, but I'm definitely one of those who kind of goes, ah, it's all AI to me. (laughs) What, What do you teach parents specifically to try to understand uh, what you know? What what their kids are either going to be exposed to, or the opportunities that they might be exposed to. What? How do you talk to parents about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the session that you mentioned that Amy is hosting online, we're going to talk to parents about understanding how this emerging artificial intelligence technology is going to impact the future of the workforce so that they can better help uh, guide their students because AI is going to um, impact basically every sector. It kind of already is. And so really understanding the technical aspects of AI and pulling back the curtain on that. Also understanding and identifying potential risks Mm -hmm. associated with AI. Yeah, let's talk about some of the risks. What are they? So definitely online safety is super important. So misinformation in the age of deep fakes, so you might have seen some of them before online, um, basically just um, 
things that can be really misleading. And so helping kids assess this online information is really, really important. It's an important part of AI literacy and something that Amy is really dedicated to. So in the parenting session, um, in the age of AI, that's something that's going to be heavily focused on is how to increase um, safety online. So just don't trust it? Is that what it is? or? Um, not uh, Yeah, just <laughs> there's certain things that um, we can't trust, just like any information that's online. But AI really brings in this other component of deep fakes and data security and privacy, right? Because even you spoke about ChatGPT, that's collecting um, data every time that we use it. So it's important that kids know not to feed things like ChatGPT personal information, for example. Uh, so in, in, so, in some ways, this sounds more like internet safety, recognizing there's an added threat because of AI. But is there any threat that we need to be concerned with with AI itself, artificial intelligence itself, or how we learn or how we access things? I definitely think that it's important to be informed in the age of AI. I wouldn't say that it's so much a threat. I think that's one of the narratives that's really being pushed in the media right now, that AI is threatening mankind, if you will. Um, I don't see it that way, and Amy doesn't see it that way. The computer scientists we work with don't see it that way, but it definitely is important that parents are informed about how to increase safety online for their, for their children, um, as well as the aspect of critical thinking that you mentioned, right? In the age of ChatGPT, and as a former teacher myself, this is something that's super important because if we rely too much on um, applications like ChatGPT, we don't actually know. There's no there's no research at this point that tells us um, what's going to happen long term in terms of our cognitive abilities if we can if we, mm-hmm. we rely too much on AI. And Joe, that's that's where I was thinking of in terms of the threat. It says whether whether you have it do too much for you that you don't actually learn that you are become too dependent on the tool itself rather than the concepts that are behind it. Yeah, absolutely. And that is one of the concerns that's um, coming up right now, especially in like the scholarly literature around AI. Um, and there just aren't aren't the studies yet. But one thing that I'm doing as a K-12 education advisor is I'm educating teachers on how to use AI and how to teach students to use applications like ChatGPT in the classroom for things like critical thinking. How can ChatGPT be a guide to help us with our daily tasks as opposed to being something that we're completely reliant on. If you talk about the media showing the, the, the doom and gloom of AI, what's the potential of AI, especially for kids who learn differently, who have uh, learning disabilities, or who, you know, who, who may need a little bit extra help? Yeah, absolutely. This is going to fundamentally change um, inclusive education. I believe we're already starting to see um, certain applications like Google Read and Write, for example, that really help kids um, that have you know trouble getting started or have trouble reading, um, as well as English language learners. AI can be a language assistant. It can act as a second um, teacher in the classroom as well, which can be really, really beneficial, except we don't want to be saying again that we're doling out all of the teaching responsibilities to AI, but 
in this age, um, I think it's really going to enhance uh, student learning. Uh, talking with Jill Kowalczuk from uh, Amy, which is the Alberta Machine Intelligence Institute. Uh, they are offering up this this information session. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? Because that's different than the the, the, the actual credit course that, that might be, uh, mm-hmm. be offered. Who can access this information session? It's, it's to talk to, to, to parents so they sort of understand this AI world. It's about 45 minutes. Who can access it and how do you access it? Yeah, sure. So the session is called From Alexa to Algorithm, Parenting in the Age of AI. Anyone can access it. It's on Thursday, November 2nd, um, starting at 10.30 a.m., and it's a 45-minute virtual online Zoom session. It's free. There's no cost associated. And you simply go to the Amy website, www.amii.ca, to sign up, and you'll be sent a link to join the online meeting. Will it be taped? Because 10.30 in the morning is maybe tough for some for some parents to, to get to. Oh, is there some sort of artificial link you can send us <laughs> after, after it's, uh, it's over that we can access? There definitely will be on, okay. um, information under the AI literacy section of the Amy website that you can access. What kind of response are you expecting? Have you have you done something like this before? Are you getting lots of questions from people? Uh, so I'm curious as to the response you're expecting, but also what may have prompted this info session in the first place. So we actually are getting a lot of questions from parents um, in my day-to-day work. Like I said, I work with teachers, but um, I do get a lot of emails from parents just asking if we have any resources, which really prompted Amy to uh, create this session. Our CEO, Cam Linky, is going to be delivering it with some special guests. Um, I'll be attending the session as well. Um, but yeah, so we had we have had a lot of email questions. And then with the release of our AI Everywhere course with the U of A, um, a lot of questions stemmed from that after we had the, the media release. What are some of the questions or the most common questions you're getting? Where are parents uh, on the scale of knowledge? Because, you know... I'm confused. Mm, I, yeah. I, I kind of... I've heard of it. I don't know what website I am to go to. to like, I, I'm not sure how to use it. So I'm, like, starting from pretty much the basement of knowledge. Sure, yeah. So I think the, the main questions that we're having are around that privacy and security because I think that's what uh, people most think about when we're in the digital realm at all. But another question that we often have is kind of how do we pull back the curtain on what's happening technically behind the scenes? So part of this session is going to be a really high-level overview of how artificial intelligence works and how machine learning works because that's something a lot of people, and even before I start working at Amy, I did not have really the slightest clue on how any of this was working. I'm not a computer scientist by any means. And so that's really, really a important fundamental part of AI literacy. I feel like I'm one of those parents whose VCR is flashing 12 when it comes to AI, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are in the same boat. So this is that's the whole impetus of, of why we're offering this uh, session. Uh, Jill Kowalczyk, thanks so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks for chatting with us. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, Jill is an education advisor at AMI. That's the Alberta Machine Intelligence Institute. Once again, you can go to their website, amii.ca, and you can get some more information on this information session that's coming up on Thursday morning at 10.30. Yeah, and you know what? I think my VCR is, is flashing 12. I, I still have one. You still have one. Yeah, it was like it's a dual one. It's still plugged in, I think. A dual Just, one, dual what? 
That and a DVD player. You know, oh, there you go. Easy. It's the combo. Yeah, yeah. the combo. You're and, good on the TikTok, though, so that makes you that makes up for it. Uh, but that's creative. I find TikTok very creative, and it's almost like movie making almost. Uh, and so I'm, that's br- what I do. I tell stories through pictures and sound. Let's have a VHS movie night. I'll bring over all my uh, my old demo tapes from back in the day. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> all my old VHS. Betamax. Hey, I still have some on three quarter inch from Nate. Yeesh. That's that type of videotape, folks. It's come to my place three, three quarters. Can, come to my place. We can let's do an eight track. Yeah, <laughs> here you go. Love that. <laughs> oh, geez, nice. we're dating ourselves. Yeah, and now we're it? talking AI, which is who knew. That's how I rebel against AI. I think of the old stuff. <laughs> you put in an eight track of Neil Diamond. There's nothing wrong. Giver. Nothing wrong with my, my Neil Diamond eight track. No, Thank you very much. Wrong. You Seven, just don't have an eight-track player, so that, <laughs> that's where the problem lies. That is very true. Uh, Seven eighteen. I have a cassette player in my truck. It just eats all the cassettes now. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Seven eighteen. Let's take a break. Be back in a flash. You can call it service where service is their specialty proud sponsor of this morning with stacy bratzel and daryl mcintyre on 6 30 chad it is funny that when i, I okay you're not gonna you may or may not get this stacy but okay. growing up on a farm mm-hmm. oh you, you AI, already were out. ai <laughs> meant a lot something much different huh? ai was a lot different Animal. if you grew up on a farm Oh. Uh, no, it's still artificial. Artificial ice. It oh, still starts with an I N. I know. Yeah. I know oh. what it is. Insemination. Yeah. yeah. AI. Yeah. What, every time I hear the words, the, the letters AI, I go back to the farm. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to AI it? I don't know. I think Alan Iverson, because that's what they <laughs> called him when he played basketball, right? Well. So. It's it's where whatever shoes you walk in. There's right? a variety. <laughs> I got a reminder on the text line. Yeah, AI. Put on the rubber gloves. Lift the tail, and off you go. <laughs> yeah, I read that text, and I had no idea. I know. <laughs> I did. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a city girl. <laughs> and I. Yeah. Now you've painted a picture for me at. Uh, oh, there's uglier pictures I can paint. One that I really didn't want in my mind. There's this uglier early. pictures. I can, let's just say that the the rubber gloves goes right up to the shoulder. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. Uh, I had a combination 8-track cassette player at one time from Pacemaker Automotive on 118th Ave. Yeah, that would have been to get both 8-track and cassette player in one machine. That was technology. Nice. Back in the day. I had that. I had a... It was a, a square thing. I could play a record on it. Uh-huh. I, it had an eight track and it had a cassette, and mm-hmm. so I, and I could tape cassette off of all of the other ones. It was, uh, it was pretty fancy. That's super it's duper fancy. fancy. Yeah. Now I grew up with the Ghetto Blaster and and trying to record your music. You know, you're playing record music. Wait, know, waiting for wait Chuck Chandler they, to stop talking know, so you can start would. it. Yeah. He's trying to hit the post right when the music started, but I didn't understand that then. I'm like, why can't you just shut up? Why, 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 why? 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 You're ruining my record. <laughs> and so I'd get I'd get Casey Kasem and you'd have to sit through him introducing the song. But you know what? You got your, you got your tunes eventually. But it was just so funny how we did it. And when we talk AI, I really feel old. Because I don't know how how it works, and and you wonder how much sort of cheating there is. Like Google Translate, I actually when I was taking French, I had to go and I had to find the words in a book, and I mm-hmm. had to write the sentence. Now understand I understand the conjugation of the I, verb. Yeah, and now I just have to type it in, and I just wonder 
how's my kid's French immersion treating her? Right? It, it, like, well, how do you know if she's if she's using Google Translate or using her mind? You need to you need to ha- use it in a conversational manner. If you understand it in concert conversation, yeah. then you're learning it. And if if it helps using Google Translate to spell and understand how to spell a problem, I don't mm-hmm. care. For me, language should be almost well, in that kind of a situation, conversational. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, it's great. Same as you do a, a paper for school, you'd better be able to talk about how you came to those conclusions within the paper. But that's going to be but so much a, more time yeah, intensive. Yeah, and can teachers figure out whether who's writing this paper? Yeah. I, actually, my, my kid did uh, did a paper with chat uh, GPT, and I'm like, you didn't write this. <laughs> like, I know <laughs> for a fact you did not write this. So um, how about you you just take a piece of paper and a pen and, and, and write something out because that's that that's not You're good. You're not buying sister. it. And not in your room. You do it right here at the dining room table where yeah. I keep an eye on you. <laughs> that doesn't work. I need to do it in bed with my laptop. No. Right? Like, that didn't happen when we were kids. Ever. So, yeah, parenting is, is it's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's getting more difficult. But. I feel for you. Yeah. You're going through it, 780. I can, I, can sh- I can ship an angsty teenager over to your house anytime you want. Thanks. Well, there's work to be done on the farm. That teaches them all they need Good to know. With that. Right there. I've done my penance already. <laughs> exactly. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.